Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from Aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. What's up, what's happening, everybody, and welcome into episode 135 of the Uptempo Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I'm joined by my good friend, Dustin Smith. He is coming on to talk about the Auburn Tigers. Big matchup Saturday night in Jordan-Hare Stadium against the LSU Tigers. And me and D-Lane were on here last night. We gave our predictions for the game, but tonight we're going to let Dustin give his thoughts, what Auburn has to do to win this football game, uh, what are some key matchups in this game, and we're also going to let Dustin speak on NIL at Auburn right now. He is very well up to date in that area, and he wants to give all the fans who listen to this podcast a little update there. So we're excited to have Dustin on. A lot to talk about. We're going to get a score prediction from Dustin. Does he have LSU coming on the road to beat the Auburn Tigers. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, We're going to kick it over here to the Belly Up Sports Network. Then we're going to get Dustin in here on the phone and get this thing rolling. War Damn Eagle. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody. And tonight... We welcome my good friend Dustin Smith back on to talk the Auburn Tigers. A big game Saturday night coming up with the LSU Tigers. And uh, Dustin, how are you feeling about this one, man? I'm always excited for Auburn LSU. And uh, <laughs> I have some personal relationships and my family and friends that are 
Auburn LSU beefs or whatever you want to call them. So a lot of trash talk this week. Uh, obviously, we've been two years in a row, so I've talked a lot of trash. And if you think about it, last year we beat them in football, basketball, and took the baseball series down in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. So I kind of let some of my LSU friends know about it. So I'm enjoying these last couple of days I have a bragging rights, brother. <laughs> hey, and in basketball, what did we start up? We were up like 18 to nothing coming out the gate in basketball last year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Beat the piss out of them, but uh, yeah, man, I feel the same way, Dustin. I feel the same way, man. The the bragging rights are coming to an end. I gave my prediction with my brother on here last night, man, and uh, it it wasn't a good one. It was the first time this year that I had to pick against my Auburn Tigers, and and it hurt, man. It hurt because uh, the the matchups in this game they don't look good. But Dustin, we're gonna. Exactly, man. But we're going to get into that in just a second. But first, there's been there's been some big news coming out of Auburn, man. And I know you keep up with the NIL side of stuff. And I think it was Zach. Uh, Zach reported that uh, the the Auburn um, NIL club they are doubling the national average with NIL payments. Uh, could you tell us, you know, what you know about the NIL stuff and your thoughts on it? Yeah, Zach Blackery posted the article on uh, AuburnDaily.com. Mm. That's a really good piece, breaking it all down. And what, the, what you're talking about specifically is the national average of the NIL payments mm-hmm. uh, is $3,400 a month. Well, right now, Auburn football players are making 7400 on average. So that's, that's double, <laughs> you know, the national average. So... Obviously, when it comes to transfer portal guys in the future or recruiting in the future, you can say that's definitely something that you can tout. Mm-hmm. And kind of what happened with Auburn in the NIL situation is you have to understand, obviously, you can just think back to the Cam Newton situation. Uh, you can go back further to that if you want to. And just, uh, you know, Pat died, Terry Bowden. There's just a long history there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then when the NIL stuff happened, um, we were still – finishing off the basketball investigation. Mm-hmm. So with all that kind of being in the background, you know, it was just kind of drops. Like they were like, oh, okay, here it is, you know. And it was just a while less. And there's still, uh, I guarantee you this coming off season, there's going to be a lot of rules put in place. Uh, I don't know about a lot, but you'll definitely start seeing some rules put in place to kind of rein this in a little bit and get some guidelines, some structure to it. Because mm-hmm. right now it's just the Wild West. And... We just, we were a little bit behind. We were a little slow. Um, we were very cautious. We didn't want to break any rules. You know, we didn't, like I said, we were just not coming out of the basketball, basketball investigation. You can understand why the school was just a little hesitant to just bust out and start paying people money. They wanted to make sure that everything was being done the right way. And there's also one of those things where it's new, right? It's a new thing. So you just... Mm-hmm. We some pe- some people were more ready for it. Texas A and M was ready for it. Uh, they just kind of have a system in place to do that kind of thing. We didn't, um, so we got off to a slow start with it. But now on to victory is the main NIL group, and they're spearheaded by Ben Leard, uh, the former Auburn quarterback in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you know, it's guys that, contrary to the. The booster narrative, the the meddling evil booster narrative. Uh, these people are pro Auburn guys, and everybody involved in it is very pro Auburn. And 
you know, there's no agendas with it. They just want to see Auburn succeed. And right now they're up to around 15 million and they've only been going for three or four months. And, uh, you know, when you see Horace at his press conferences and you start to see the ads around campus, you know, you see the Honda Big Three ads. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you see in the background of press conferences. So they're, they're really getting their footing, you know, and, um, I think it's they're really getting the ball rolling and it's going to be a factor for us in the future. Um, you know, the, what we kind of face as far as the Olympic scholarships and all that with baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, um, NIL is really going to be able to help us in that situation right there to maybe close the gap to where we're six, seven scholarships behind a team like Arkansas that's in our division mm-hmm. because of these different state laws and all that weird stuff that it is with baseball. Um, but having a solid NIL group will be able to close that gap when we get into these battles with these now these top 10, top five overall ranked players in basketball. Now Bruce will have the NIL backing along with the program he's built to sell it. And mm. if you're an offensive lineman that's watching the game Saturday night, we've got money and you got an opportunity to play immediately at an SEC big time school. So please pay some attention to us. Mm. Dustin, that was a was a hell of a breakdown, man. Um, you know, diving deep into the NIL stuff. I know you pay a lot of attention to it, man, and that's why I had to ask you that one. Uh, and, and I enjoyed listening to that one. You, you caught me up on some stuff that I didn't really know. And, man, looking at this game Saturday night with LSU coming to town, uh, I want to start off on the defensive side of things for Auburn before we get over into the offense, man. Uh, I look at a guy like Jaden Daniels. He can sit back in the pocket. He can also escape the pocket. He can take off and run, use his, uh, use his legs, man. And, and I'm just wondering, how how does Auburn contain Jaden Daniels? Uh, how how does Auburn keep this LSU team out of the end zone, man? I know their offensive line, um, they're young, they're talented, but they're not great. Uh, we saw Florida State give them all kind of fits. Um, how is our DBs? going to do with their receivers. We know what LSU brings at that position each and every year. They're talented, Kayshawn Boutte, uh, and, all, and all those guys. Man, what does our defense have to do Saturday night to keep us in this thing? Well, you, first off, in the back end, you're going to need DJ James to continue because every week he's got better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have, we're going to need that. Um, Keontae Scott, we know the potential. We're going to need to see some of these big flash plays. I mean, you guys, this is the time you're going to have to make them. Mm-hmm. Um, linebackers really containing containing Jaden Daniels. You know, Owen Papo, you're an experienced guy. Um, coming off the injuries, it's been a slow start. Now's the time. I thought after that big hit on Sean Clifford, you know, like, okay, this is going to be what gets Owen going, and it just hasn't. It still hasn't been it. So mm-hmm. we're going to need you. Cam Riley. You know, going to need to be a big night. Wesley Steiner, those guys are going to have to do their job. They're going to have to contain Jaden Daniels. You know, not over-pursue. Stay in your lane, man. Keep your assignments. Stay home. Make the right read. Don't get greedy. And just everybody's going to have to play together. And then up front, this is where, you know, you actually have an opportunity. This is a very young front for LSU. Mm -hmm. And this is their first time going on the road in a hostile environment. And... I think they're down on a starter. I know that he's questionable, um, but I'm pretty sure they he actually might be out. So yeah, I think he I think he is out, Dustin. Right. So okay, 
So, you know, it's, it's a young line that's already now got a, you know, a starter out. So we saw that our defensive line finally got it cranked up last week. Um, I thought that was Derek Hall's best game. I uh, thought that was Colby's best game. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, Eku still had a good game, but they kind of, they decided to focus on Eku. And so that's why the other guys kind of got to eat. So there's an opportunity there. You know, like I said, this this LSU team, the first time going on the road as a team, all these young guys down there on the line, um, the crowd will be loud, hopefully some communication issues. And those guys on our D-line that are experienced, we know how talented they are, get the crowd behind them and get after it. Yeah, Dustin, I, I was going to ask you, man, in order for Auburn to have a chance to win this game, man, how many turnovers do they have to do they have to cause, man? I mean, uh, I, I just look at this, and I feel like it's at least two. It might be maybe even three, man. Yeah, um, at the minimum, two, and you've got to score off of those at least ten points. Like, mm-hmm. it's got to be at least a double-digit swing on turnovers. Um and really, ideally, obviously, you want to score touchdowns off of those, but mm-hmm. we'll take what we can get right now. Um, but I would feel really, you know, comfortable with three, like winning the turnover margin by three and do what you did last week where you're setting the offense up already in the red zone and you're just, you know, mm-hmm. alleviate. We don't, we don't have to march down the field. We just we, – we struggle. to do. We can't string together a whole drive, so – yeah. They got to help us out any way they can, and Keontae has been close to breaking one on special teams. It's going to be something yep. like that. We're going to have to make these big plays. We've been close to blocking a couple, something like that. But. Yeah, Dustin, that's that's exactly what I was just about to say, man. It is I, I feel like this is the game where Keontae Scott has got to make a big play on a punt return, or Jarquez has to make a big play on a kick return, and we have to have a short field. All right, and yeah, and absolutely. and I'll tell you another thing, man. Is like last week, Keontae's got to come up and field those punts. All right, we can't lose thirty yards of field position because we let a punt uh, hit in front of us, and it takes a wicked bounce, and and we lose all that field position, and it flips the field, man. We have to stay uh, in 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 LSU territory all night Saturday night. We cannot start drives inside of our own 20 because we're not going 85 yards, okay? Right, we're just not. Yeah, we're just not built for that, man. And uh, I'm with you. I think we got to force at least two turnovers. And we got to have – I'm not saying that we got to run a punt back or a kick back, but we got to have a big-time play on special yeah, teams. When We got to flip the field, Dustin. Exactly right, man. That's And that's what I was really looking for tonight uh, talking with you here, man. Is uh, I think that's a big, big key. And if we could do that, I think Auburn has a shot if they can work with a short field in Jordan-Hare Stadium. We know how things get weird there, man. Um, but, Dustin, I wanted to move over to the offensive side of the ball real quick. And we know T.J. Finley's out. It's Robbie. It's QB1. And uh, Holden Garner will be his backup. We saw what Holden did having to come in against Missouri and everything. I don't want to see that this Saturday night, Dustin. No, um, God, Yeah, I just I don't want to see it. I know Auburn fans out there on social media, I know what they're going to say, Dustin. It's holding time. If Robbie goes out there and he struggles the first quarter, they're going to say, it's holding time. It's holding time. It, look, people, it's not. 
it's not holding time. There's no way There's we can no throw him in there. Not going to be successful behind this offensive line. Exactly, man. So like, don't throw him into the fire. I've been saying that for the last two weeks when people started preaching this. But like you just mentioned there, Dustin, uh, behind this offensive line, I see that Brian Harson is finally making a change. Uh, I don't know what took so long, but apparently there's reports that Brandon Council will start at center uh, this Saturday night. How is this? Uh, how is this going to work? Is this big for Auburn? Uh, can can Council live up to uh, what they've been saying about him? And and can the inside the inside zone get going Saturday night? Probably not. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, dude, Austin Troxel and Brandon Council, I love them. I know that they've given their best effort to Auburn. And uh, those guys have, you know, battled injuries and came back and done everything they could. Um, mm-hmm. but they've played over a 1,000 snaps now a piece at Auburn. And it's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And I saw somewhere the other night where the question got asked, like, is that on the coaching or is it the players? And it was kind of a consensus that – it's just on both, really. Like, yeah, there's responsibility on the coaches to get you better, but when you have that much, like, that much playing time, that many reps, and it's just the same thing. Uh, do I think that switching up a couple positions? And I mean, you know, I like Council has thirty pounds on Tate Johnson, mm-hmm. so maybe that means something as far as pressure coming up the front, but. This is the most talented defensive front that we've faced all year. Mm. And we averaged 0.3 yards a rush in the second half versus Missouri's defensive front. So I'm just not really confident that I'm going to see anything different at this point. would love to be wrong, but, you know, I've seen this for a couple of years now. Well, Dustin, man, how do we move the football Saturday night? Like, I know Robbie's going to be the guy. I'm just I'm sitting here scratching my head, man. And and last night I was talking with my brother, and I like we were both just like, how how are we going to move the football? What what did we watch last Saturday against Missouri that is going to make me think that we can move the football against this LSU defense? I have no idea, Dustin. Well, it's not just Missouri, you know. It's Missouri. It's Penn State. Mm-hmm. It's San Jose State. I mean, you're just. At this point, you have a large enough sample size to be concerned. Um, the only hope, the only hope, like we talked about first, is turnovers in good and good field position. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that Harson has just come up with something this week that is so opposite of what we put on film the first four games that it hits the LSU upside the head because they're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, you know, basically I, <laughs> with Robbie, it would, it would kind of have to be, maybe you do something like what Gus ran his first couple of years, just an up tempo zone read real fast, just something completely different. We talked a lot about there has to be more drags, more screens, more bubble screens. Mm-hmm. What you did on the first drive of Missouri with your quick pass to Kelly and then your quick pass to Camden Brown, there's gotta be more of that, but do that and go up tempo with it. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be a completely different game plan than what you've done. Uh, if you, if we line up and try to do the same thing that we try to do the first four weeks, we're not going to move the ball. Yeah, Dustin, and I'm sitting here thinking, man, and, and it kind of took me back to Missouri and watching Anders Carlson um, with those kicks, man. 
look, if Auburn gets inside of LSU territory, man, and it, and it's a it's a fourth and three, fourth and two, man, and and they're in field goal position. Do they kick it Saturday, or do they just line up and try to go for it, man? And and because I don't I don't know if field goals are gonna win this. I I think Auburn's gonna have to go for gold, man. Like and and the way Anders has looked, I don't know if Auburn can just settle for three, man. I think they have to. I think I think it's just four down territory Saturday night, and I know that might sound crazy, Dustin, but. Them kicking three Saturday is not going to win this football game, and I just like they have to score. They have to score touchdowns, man. Because I I don't know. I just I feel like they got to go for gold, man. I, I feel like settling for three in the way Anders has looked. Uh, I I just I don't know, man. I I just feel like if it if it's within range, uh, you know, fourth and short, they got to go. They got to go. You know that things are bad when Auburn is worried about kicker. I know, man. And uh, I agree with you. The only way I would kick it would be, you know, if you're inside the 40-yard field goal and it's like fourth and eight. So you're clearly probably not going to convert. And you still, you know, at that point, whatever. Mm. But, yeah, man, anything like fourth and four, fourth and three, anything around there. Yeah, because you know what's we all know what's coming next week. So mm-hmm. I mean, the the you know going to Athens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have <laughs> to find a way this week. And if Anders if he, if he tried him out there and he misses, and it's a tight game, like it's just not something that you can afford because. We just we already know the mood of the fan base, like, and he still looks yeah, hurt, Dustin. Too deflating, man. Like, no, I'm with you. You got to go for it. You got to go for broke because that's just where the staff is at. That's where this team is at. Yeah, and he still looks hurt. And I think that you just, uh, I think you gotta you gotta pull every trick out, man. You gotta throw the kitchen sink at LSU, and and I think that you have to go in with that mentality Saturday night because if you. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you lose this game, uh, your chance of getting to six wins on the year is very, very slim. So I think you have to just just throw it all out there. Say, hey, I know I'm getting fired more than likely. So here you go. This is everything that we got, and here you go. Because like I said, man, Anders looks. He still looks hurt. And I was actually wondering, like, when do they go to McPherson? You know. Um, the highly touted recruit that that he was a five star kicker or whatever the number one kicker or whatever, um, however they rank all that stuff with kickers. Um, but highly touted, his brother kicked at Florida. Now he's in the NFL with the Bengals. And I was just wondering last Saturday, like, hey, when did they go to him? You know, because this just, yeah, I mean, it was bad, man. It was bad, Dustin. So uh, that's I, I just I'm still. I'm bamboozled, man. I don't know how we're going to score Saturday. I have no idea. Um, we just, like you always say, man, we make offense look so hard. Yeah, it's just a struggle. And this is a very talented LSU team with an extremely talented defensive front. So, and this is an all, so far, this has been an all-time bad offensive line. Um, when you really look, like, deep into the numbers, you really, it's it's shocking, man. Mm-hmm. It'll blow your mind. So, 
Yeah, it needs to be. Also, needs to just draw up, you know, some of the game plan of his life. Basically, that's that's the only hope, in my opinion, to to score. Like, mm. and then otherwise, you know, you know what's going to happen. Um, your defense is going to show up for a while. It's a script that we, as Auburn fans, have grown accustomed to over the yep. last decade. Yep, your defense is going to show up for a while. They're going to fight. They're going to fight. They're going to fight, especially at home, mm-hmm. and then come about nine, ten minutes left in the game. They're gassed because they've been out there the whole time, and they start giving up runs up the middle that they normally wouldn't give up. And then somebody hits us with a big play over the top, and they bust the game wide open. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just not. If Auburn wants to have any chance of being this game, you're gonna have to. It's gonna have to be something like seventeen to fourteen, seventeen to thirteen, somewhere in there mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. And then you're gonna, you know, you're hoping for some of that crazy Auburn LSU magic. And Dustin, man, like my biggest thing with this Auburn offense is Saturday night. You have to, like, we have to throw the football. That that bullshit oh, yeah. that we done against Missouri. You know, look, we have to throw the football. We have to get the ball to tank out in space, screens, whatever. But man, that is the key to Saturday night to me. Is is like if we don't throw the football, we're in trouble, man. Like we're in serious trouble, like route trouble, like gonna get run out of our own stadium again. And I think that they have to open this thing up for Robbie, man. I really do. Uh, you're gonna have to throw it, and I think that's gonna loosen things up, and that'll open up the running game. Uh, but all this, all this, uh, just vanilla play calling. And uh, just being so conservative with Robbie back there, man, that's got to come to an end Saturday night at six o'clock. You got to throw it all out the window, and you got to go balls to the walls, man. You have to, and that, in my opinion, that's Auburn's only shot, man. Yeah, no, he's he's a starting quarterback. He's played in every single game this mm-hmm. year. Um, it's not like you know, it's not like you're bringing in Holden just cold off, ain't played no reps, nothing. Robbie's played plenty, so he was the eight-day MVP. Like he's he's been getting reps, he's been playing. Yeah, it's time to let him loose. Because if not, you know, if you if if you keep running these tight sets with these long developing routes, when I mean Missouri, if you go back, I went back and watched the game play, and like they've literally got nine guys in the box, mm-hmm. and then as soon as the ball is snapped. The other two guys also take off for the ball. Mm-hmm. And you see the couple of times we went play action, like the screen to Coy Moore where he fell down. Mm-hmm. That If he stays on his feet, that's probably a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to have to get the ball to Coy Moore. You're going to have to get the ball to Landon King and Camden Brown, especially when you get in the red zone. Like, you're going to, yeah, use Kelly, like whatever you got to do. Um it's just, I agree with you. It, you're gonna have this. Is really the only way. You're not gonna line up and just put a hat on a hat with LSU mm-hmm. and run this this old school three yards in a cloud of dust offense. It's just not gonna work, man. They will they'll beat us by forty if you try to do that. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly right, man. Uh, Dustin. Uh, winding things down tonight, man. Uh, I wanted to ask you before we get out of here. I need a score prediction. LSU at Auburn, 6 o'clock Saturday night in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Do things get weird, or does Auburn get run out of the building, Dustin? 
things getting weird. I want to give a, a path for Auburn to win. Mm-hmm. Things getting weird is the only way. Mm-hmm. You have to. Um, we, I mean, we don't have time to go through the Auburn LSU history, but everyone knows it. It's it's nuts. So mm-hmm. you're gonna have to. Uh, it's gonna have to be something like that. You're just hoping for some magic. You're hoping that it's in our favor because it's at home and, like you said, it's at night. And yeah, man, which is not out of the question. And you've seen everyone posting today about um, this being the anniversary of the, the game in 2007 where we were 2-2 two and two and mm-hmm. we went down and beat 4-0 Tim Tebow, Urban Meyer, in the Swamp. And yeah. it had not been a good start to that season. If you were losing to South Florida and Mississippi State, that was rough. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got to be something like that. Those guys have got to come together in that locker room and they're going to block out all the noise. And they talked all offseason about how together they were and how much they wanted to play for this coach. Um, this coach definitely acts like he knows what he's doing. So show us. Now, I mean, you're running out of time. Mm. Um, so it's just going to be that's really the path, man. Turnovers, crazy, crazy Auburn LSU voodoo. Um, that's kind of what you're hoping for. But realistically, I don't see any of that happening. I think that we've seen enough over the four games to know what this Auburn team is. Um, so I've got LSU 27-7. to 7, And I feel like it'll be – it might even be 14-10-7 LSU leading late into the third quarter. Mm. But, you know, the defense might really show up and then the crowd will stay in it, you know, and all that kind of thing. But eventually, man, I just don't see how we move the ball – that it's just such a mismatch in the trenches and that's where you win these kind of ball games yep. and you can make up for it a little bit if there's a little bit of a difference but the difference between their defensive line and our offensive line is so massive yep. that you just it's just not gonna you can't make up for that in this kind of ball game so 27 to 7 LSU yeah Dustin uh, I was right there at I think it was 34 to 13 last night I said LSU Scores a couple tutters late in the fourth. They blow it open, and uh, Auburn Auburn loses. And and uh, you know, first five games you fall to three and two, and it seems like so far away from what I predicted. You know, going into the year that we would start five and zero. Oh. Obviously, I thought you know Zach Calzada would be our starting quarterback. Things have changed, um, but I ultimately see Auburn losing this game by a couple of scores, and it's going to be tough, man. Losing to LSU when we come into the year thinking that that we could handle them uh, quite easily, honestly. I mean, I didn't think LSU was a big threat this year, you know, in the preseason. I knew they had Jaden Daniels transferring in, but um, nothing really scared me about them. Uh, First-year head coach Brian Kelly, I just thought this would be a game at home. Auburn would would really – you know, the crowd would get behind them and Auburn could dominate. But now this offense is just so bland, Dustin. Uh, I just don't see Auburn winning this game. So, man, no, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, it, it's going to hurt, Dustin. It really is, man. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I hope, you know, I hope we're wrong. I hope they come out and give it an all-time effort. And that was certainly made for a fun week uh, on and off the field. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm pulling for the madness. I just 
know, I have eyes. So uh, we see it. We all, we all see it. And, uh, yeah, I, I just can't come up with the points. And mm-hmm. this this coming up month, <laughs> I just can't come up with the points. This is going to – it's probably going to be pretty tough. Mm. Well, Dustin, man, I appreciate you joining me tonight. Uh, if you could, before you get out of here, like always, just drop your Twitter handle, man, so my followers can find you. All right, buddy. You can find me on Twitter at D-M-I-C-H-A-U-D 28. And uh, just get at me, man. We're talking all kinds of sports. Yeah, Dustin, I uh, can't wait to have you back on here, man. I know we'll do a recap of the Auburn-LSU game. Uh, can't wait to get you back on here, man. And I'll leave you with the War Damn Eagle, brother. Hey, War Damn Eagle always, though. All right, brother. Man, everybody, Dustin Smith coming on, talking a little Auburn LSU. Uh, always have a have a blast with Dustin coming on this podcast, man. He he breaks it down straight, honest. Uh, sometimes we both look through the orange and blue goggles, but that's okay. Uh, we're huge diehard Auburn fans, and you know every fan does it. But tonight we were realistic. We gave you our thoughts, and we both see Auburn losing this football game by multiple scores. Things could get weird. I hope they do in Jordan Hare. I hope it's sloppy. I hope it's just downright nasty and Auburn comes away with a victory. I know Dustin feels the same way. Uh, but, hey, let's get excited. Let's get weird. 6 o'clock at night in Jordan Hare Stadium. I've seen weird things happen. Saw them last year against Ole Miss. I was there. All right, so let's make it weird. War Damn Eagle, I'll catch you on the next one. I'm out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.